Yes, indeed, we are here awaiting your home improvement type of questions, either by phone or by text. Same number, 651-461-9226. Again, 651-461-9226. Good morning to you, Andy Lindis. Good morning, Denny. How are things? Life is good. Life is good. How are things with you? Yeah, things are good in this end. I I wanted to ask you because I was looking at the news stories about – hailstones, pretty good-sized hailstones in your neck of the woods. And I wanted to to ask you, uh, first of all, have you seen those? And uh, did you uh, get a bunch of calls from folks needing some help? Oh, yeah. I was getting uh, texts within a half hour of the the hail hitting from from different customers and uh, friends and family that that were affected from the from the east metro all the way into western wisconsin so yeah there's some pretty big hail some baseball size hail some pretty jagged looking stuff um lots of windshields that were knocked out in different areas so you know it was kind of pockety sporadic i don't want to say sporadic because because it is pretty widespread but it, it it was it's 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 pretty crazy uh you know how certain storms where you can be on one side of the street and find all sorts of damage and literally go you know not you know a sixteenth of a mile away and and have a home that looks like it wasn't even touched by hail so I've seen that a little bit since since, since the storm but uh yeah we're uh you know we, we had enough of that in may I thought I was hoping that the season was done but unfortunately another round of it came through and we're going to be uh, assessing and have the drone team back out again using the AI to fly as uh, many of these as we possibly can, get the claim process going. And we'll get a few of them uh, done yet this fall, but unfortunately I think a lot of people are looking at getting uh, spring repairs done. Well, I would think, uh, given hailstones that l- that large, the damage those things can do. There is. There's a, there's a couple of houses that we're going to have to address well before uh, – you know, sooner rather than later because of the damage that has been caused. More so, we had some trees fall on from some, some roofing areas and some open up into the attic area. One, we had a window blow out. So things like that will get addressed and fixed and get, make sure everything's watertight. But yeah, no, this is uh, it was pretty large hail. Fortunately, it's uh, a lot of it is damage that if you don't address in the next year and a half, you could have problems. But most of it, if you're, you're okay, people don't have to go into panic mode. You don't have to get anything done before winter for the most part. You know, inspect it, make sure anything that is leaking is fixed before winter goes. Winter happens, but for the most part, most of us are, are okay waiting till spring. With even though that this hail is baseball size in a lot of places, the roofing is going to make it through the winter. It just won't last uh, the 30 years that it's supposed to. Yeah, well, that's good news in that part. Again, six five one four six one nine two two six. You can make it a phone call to Andy, or if it's easier, just send Andy a text. Speaking of phones, let's get to them. Some callers and texters, both. Craig is first up here, calling in from uh, Woodbury this morning. Craig, thank you. What's your question for Andy? Hi, Andy. Uh, good morning, everybody. Um, morning. I'm building a deck with my daughter with uh, Trex and that. We're finishing up the stairs and the fascia right now. And I'm wondering if there's some product that can cover up. I don't want to do the 45 miters on the on the fascia, and we're looking at getting some corners. Do they sell that for the Trex material, or do you got to buy that from someone else? I'm not sure if if, if Trex has the the types of corners that you're looking at, and I would follow the directions that Trex gives you because that can maybe affect the warranty. We don't use Trex. Um, so we're not as familiar with that product. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty widespread product. 
and it's been used a long time. It's just not not a composite decking that we use. We use the ASEC material and the millboard material, and and each one of those materials has specific things that you're supposed to do on the corners, the stairs, and and on the edges to make sure that you're taking in all of the expansion and contraction qualities of each material. So I would follow the directions and 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 talk to somebody at Trex and see what uh, they would recommend. Yeah, because Lindis uh, puts in uh, some pretty good stuff. Now you and you, you talk about this occasionally, and we do get calls and texts about that millboard product. You really like that mm-hmm. one? I do. Um, from I think it, it checks all the boxes. It doesn't get slippery aesthetically. It looks as good or better than any of the composite decking out there. Doesn't have a lot of expansion and contraction, and most importantly, it's a very very durable product that we think is you know. We try to consider this with every building material that we use. We want it to be the last time somebody has to work on that particular part of the house, whether it's decking, roofing, siding, windows. We don't want something that's going to last 20 years. We want this to be the the last time that, that this house has to have this done for at least 50 years, and that's what we go after with our warranties. That's great. Let's grab another phone call, Andy. George, I believe, is on the horn calling in from Oakdale this morning. George, you're on CCO with Andy Lindis. Yes, good morning, Andy. Last week you were talking about um, using a product, I believe, to get rid of or eliminate the mice problem, mouse problem. And I heard part of it, but I didn't catch the product. I'm wondering if you could just mention again what product it is that you recommend or that you use. You know, um... I've used that the, the mouse magic uh, product uh, a lot, and the best way to describe them is they're like little peppermint pillows. Um, when I don't have those handy, I uh, get some essential oil, some peppermint essential oil, and I put it on old rags, and that's what I, I put into anything I'm storing in the winter for the, for the winter time. Any attic space, I put it on old rags, and that's what I, I put into anything I'm storing in the winter. For the, for the wintertime, any attic space, any any potential entrance area where a rodent, a squirrel, raccoon, mice could get into, that uh, they seem to be really sensitive to that smell, and, 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 and it keeps them out of those areas. I've had really good luck with that, and uh, I, uh, we were also talking about sticky traps I had set out uh, last week, um, in an effort to rid my area of the crickets as, uh, Dennis, the producer of a radio show can tell you, Denny, that one, uh, show all, anytime, uh, I wasn't talking, all you heard was crickets. He had to try to turn my mic off. So the crickets didn't come through while you were talking. Yes, I remember that. Uh, but, and, and you're right. For some reason though, these, these rodents don't like that peppermint, kind of uh, smell and uh, those products, well, the, the stuff that, you know, kind of a homegrown, homebrew that you use along with uh, the other uh, products, those those peppermint kind of pillows, like you said. We, we used to get calls a lot and people who use them for when they store boats besides storing cars, they said they claimed it works. I, I, used, I have used it in the past in, in various applications. And I used to have uh, mice, and boy, when I used that, they they were gone. They never showed up. So um, that that stuff does work, I guess, if you use it in the right application. Um, You know what? Let's do. I'm getting a signal here. Time to take a break. Let's do that. Let's invite our listeners to join in. We have uh, your uh, time to take your calls or your text messages. Uh, Home improvement type. 
And the number is 651-461-9226, whichever is easier. You want to call and chat with Andy, great. Otherwise, just send us a text, 651-461-9226. It is still 56 degrees in the Twin Cities. We look at highs uh, maybe around 65 today. For your Sunday tomorrow, we're going to get up to near 69, but it will be a windy day tomorrow, gusting as high as uh, 40 miles an hour. Right now on CCO, 56 degrees here in News Talk 830. This is WCCO. Again, good Saturday morning to you. Danny Long here along with Andy Lindus from Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. I wanted to mention, too, that if uh, you need those good folks, some help from Lindus, uh, easiest number to remember, 844-9-LINDUS, L-I-N-D-U-S, 844-9-LINDUS. You can also visit lindusconstruction.com. Uh, when you're browsing throughout the day. Uh, Andy, we have callers and we have texters that have questions for you. So let's uh, let's get back to it. I think on the horn, uh, Bob is calling in this morning from uh, Minnetonka, I do believe. Bob, thank you for waiting. What is your question for Andy? Well, uh, before I ask the question, I, I have to compliment Linden Con- Linda's construction. We've had uh, two or three projects over the years, a deck and uh, patio doors, and couldn't be happier with uh, not only the quality of the work, but the quality of the people that did the work. Fantastic. Um, I will pass that on unsolicited. Yeah, uh, I appreciate that, sir. Uh, uh, my question is, is we have an outbuilding that I'm thinking about putting a hoist in uh, to get some stuff up. Uh, off the floor. Um, the problem is, at least I think it's a problem, is that it's two by four rafters and they're spaced uh, about four feet apart. Um, and I'm just concerned if I'm trying to lift something that's a couple hundred pounds with the hoist will do it. I just don't know if the rafters will hold up. And is there a way to reinforce that structure to? alleviate my concern about uh, the rafters pulling down. Yeah, is there any other type of ceiling up there? Is uh, it just the rafters? No, no, it's just it's open to the roof. Yep. So what I would probably do is try to build something between the rafters, and then so then you're supporting on two rafters, not just one. And then in, okay. and, use, and, and if you do that with two by sixes, and, and then put the hoist on that. Um, you're going ah, to be, okay. I think, I think you're going to be in a, in a better spot. I'm, uh, I'm looking at doing ah. something similar in, in, in my porch. Um, we, uh, a friend of mine, uh, got a white tailed doe with a bow and arrow the other day and we, uh, we cut it up on my porch and, uh, you know, with the three of us putting it in, up onto the, the open rafters with by hand and, and a rope, it's pretty easy, but by one person by themselves trying to do it. Not so easy. So I started uh, designing a uh, jib crane of sorts that I'm going to put up back there for for cleaning deer. But um, yeah, I think I'd go build between the rafters, and you're going to be okay. All right, good, good idea. Thank you, Bob, for the call and the comment too. Uh, Bonnie is on the horn, calling in from Red Wing, Minnesota. Beautiful Red Wing. Bob, hi, Bonnie. Good morning. What's your question for uh, Andy? Yeah, well, thank you so much for taking my call. Mm-hmm. My question is about no maintenance uh, type of decking. We have a wood, old wood deck at our cabin in northern Minnesota. We want to take that off and put on a no maintenance. Um, however, we have found from talking to so many different people that so many of the no maintenance are hot on bare feet. 
is there a no maintenance type of decking you would recommend that doesn't get so hot? They all get a little warmer than what natural wood is going to be, and I would caution you you in in using the word no maintenance. They all have some type of maintenance. They're going to be they should be cleaned on a, on a pretty regular basis. Having said that, the millboard decking and the azec decking seem to do the best. The millboard stays a little bit cooler than what the azec decking would be. My um my Missouri decking gets gets really really warm. I wouldn't want to walk on that on on bare feet in in the summertime on with hot sun but the millboard decking seems to seems to actually stay pretty cool very similar to that that of wood if you're worried about it you can always get it some test materials put it on your deck and and see how it how it does this summer and and make a decision that way but um for me it's it's a no-brainer when looking at the different types of composite decking out there and you're weighing all of the different options out there Millboard comes out ahead. ASX a close second. All right, excellent. Good luck with that, Bonnie. Thanks for the call. 651-461-9226. That is both the phone call number and the text number, whichever is easy for you. Uh, your home improvement question this hour for Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. Uh, here's an interesting text, uh, Andy. It says, my wife and I are moving back to the Twin Cities after 30 years in the Navy. Wow, Congratulations. Uh, We've been looking at homes that range in age from 100 years old to brand new. Do you believe the build quality of today is the same as that of 100 years ago? In other words, do you think neighborhoods of today will still be around 100 years from now? Interesting question. You know, um, that's there's so many factors into answering that. If I had to talk in generalities, I would say no. I don't think the build quality of today is as good as it was as 100 years ago. But having said that, not all builders created equal. There are builders out there today that are doing it better than we did 100 years ago. So picking and choosing your builder wisely is is in not just the neighborhood. I would more focus in on who's building the house more so than the neighborhood and the types of materials that are getting used on the home. Are they going to be builder-grade materials that the siding, decking, windows, roofing, all has to get replaced in 25 years, or are you looking at something that's going to last 50, 60, 75 years before you have to do any of the replacement-type stuff on the exterior of the home or, or the interior of the home? Cabinets, flooring, countertops, all of that stuff uh, that, that, that the builders can choose on the types of materials that they use can, can make a big difference. So... If you if you take a look at it that way and 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 make the best decision for you, I I I I would I would take your time and make sure you're walking through the place and going through the details on a new build. But having said that, if you're looking at something old, having a contractor go through or a good home inspector go through and what's going to happen there might be a might be a wise decision too. So for me, Denny, the early two thousands, late nineties, those homes um, as a whole in the Twin Cities seem to be the I think. Not the worst built might be the wrong way of of of, of phrasing it, but it's the it seems we use the cheapest materials we could get our hands on in that time mm-hmm. era for the most part. What are some of the old uh, old homes? I mean, what what vintage? What are some of the oldest homes that Lindis has uh, worked on in your memory? Oh, early nineteen hundreds. Okay. Yeah. Um. You know, probably some in the in the in the late eighteen hundreds. Uh, 
but we 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 work on the early 1900 homes on a, on a regular basis. We've worked on some historical homes and on the Summit Avenue area and the Stillwater area. We tend to be the only uh, contractors in the, in the Twin Cities dumb enough to to put bids <laughs> on those projects because they do go longer. They do take a, lo- a long time. But you know what? As my dad said, on those types of projects, you know, you're just not going to make any money. You might as well do a good job because at least when when you're done, you can be happy about that. And it's just in my craftsmen that we have available to us. It's just one of those projects when you get them, you know they're going to be there a long time. You know it's going to be a very detail-oriented uh, process. And materials sometimes are going to be really hard to get. But when it's done, it uh, it's a showstopper. It's always fun to – and it almost seems like every manager in the company has to go look at those houses when we finish them. With a lot of pride, too. Yeah, with architecturally, I mean, you want to be as a, as accurate as you can. For uh, sure. Yeah, with, with some of these great old homes, yeah. All right, I tell you what, let's do this. Uh, it's time to look at the, that CCO forecast, so let's do that. Reminding our listeners, we have about another half hour of the show to go, so any kind of a home improvement question you may have, why don't you give Andy a shout? Either send a text or call us, 651 461 9226. Back after the forecast here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. Saturday morning, it is the 24th of September. We're talking, as usual, home improvement with Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, we welcome yours either by phone. Or by text, 651-461-9226. Speaking of phone calls, Andy, Frank, I do believe, still hanging on the line, calling in from uh, Roseville this morning. Frank, thank you for waiting. What is your question for Andy today? Hi, good morning. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, my question is on a, I've got a ramp like running off my cedar deck instead of stairs. It's not much of a pitch, but it's about 3 by 22, and it's listing on one side now, by down by the yard, and I'm wondering if it's possible to uh, to jack or lift that up and put some support under there, rather than have to replace it all. So, just part of the deck is is do you have like just one footing that that settled? Not on the deck. It's on a ramp that runs off the deck. It's okay. A three by twenty-two, you know, and you can walk down the ramp to the yard. Um, but it's, yeah, it's slightly listing to one side and it's got about six runners under there. I think they're two by eights or two by tens. So I'm wondering if it's possible to jack that up and reinforce it under there somehow. I'm sure. I'm sure that's a fixable thing. I don't know how, how it's attached or how it's framed, but chances are something there is failing or a footing is settled and, and, uh, chances are that can be, that can be adjusted and, and fixed. All right, very good. Thank you, Frank. Yeah, good luck with that uh, that project. George, in the meantime, is calling in from Hastings this morning. Uh, George, thank you. What is your question for Andy? Um, I just have a hypothetical for Andy. All new construction, home construction, they drive by. When they're sheeting the roof, I notice it's particle board uh, versus plywood nowadays. Andy, I was wondering, if you were building a home, would you insist on using plywood rather than that particle board? No, no. I'd be okay. There's with nothing it. wrong. I just know if water, you know, any kind of water at all, just kind of turned it to mush. So, yeah, and you know, it depends on the on the the, the chipboard that's being used, um, and and there's different materials that are getting used on on roofing and and in areas nowadays as well. 
um, that that are becoming options. The, you know, when lumber prices start getting so expensive, the uh, you know, as they say, the the necessity is the mother of all invention, and 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 they went over that the last couple of years. So you're starting to see some different things come out, but. What goes on top of that, that material with the ice and water and the underlayments that we have that breathe nowadays, I, I really wouldn't, wouldn't worry too much. And then the good folks at LP, if you see the amount of glue and resins that go into chipboard, um, I'd, I'd have no problem with it. You know, our LP smart side gets, gets mistaken for chipboard all the time because when you look at the back of the unpainted one, that's what it looks like. But, you know, it starts out 16 inches thick and, I still have yet to have, uh, I can put it into a bucket of water and not have it change in dimension for a couple of weeks. And we have yet to with uh, to really go to any one of these houses. We've had some paint problems with uh, the hail, but like we've had no real hail damage. We've had no real anything with it. So it's a, a pretty durable product. So I'm getting more and more comfortable with the different types of chipboard uh, as, as we go along here. Well, that's good. Easy. Easy on the mind. Uh, good morning. This texter says, Andy, love the show. I thank you. I have a six-window double-paned bow window. It's about 28 years old. The window panes are leaking between the glass panes. It had a lifetime warranty. However, mm-hmm. the manufacturer is no longer in business. Can these panes be replaced? If so, who would do that kind of work? Um. Yes, those uh, those panes typically can be replaced. Maybe the the actual units themselves will have to be replaced without the actual bay window. Um, we have different uh, manufacturers that we work with to to get glass packs made. But I, without taking a look at it, it'd be really tough to point you in the right direction. Um, you know, there's something to be said about lifetime warranties. And then you look at companies like LP, Marvin. Anderson, you know, uh, you don't see a lot of lifetime warranties put on their products. Why? Because they plan on being around in 50 years. The, these uh, manufacturers that, that spur up and all of a sudden they're making a lifetime warranty and then they, they, they go out of business in 20 years, they're just not worth much then. So you got to really, we've learned over the years, we really look at the fine print of our manufacturers and picking the partnership and the manufacturers that we use. It's, it's really important. But you should be able to find glass packs and sashes that that you can use in that bay window. Having said that, you're talking about a bay window that's 30 years old. It might be more cost effective and better for you to replace that unit as a whole. Just uh, I would look at those options and at least look at the numbers and compare those two options before you make a move. Okay, that's fair. Again, here's our phone number. It's also our text number, 651-461-9226. Andy, you mentioned the, the name Marvin. What, what goes into these uh, glasses? Let, let's just talk about Marvin windows that, that you guys love so much and sell. Um, they still use these different types of gases for, uh, you know, in, in these uh, panes or what? Explain that, if you would, a little. Yeah, you know, uh, Cardinal makes all our glass packs, and there's argon between the glass and uh, the spacer system that we use, it's it's one that's been used for a long time. It really never fails. I have almost zero seal failure on my Infinity Windows by Marvin. And I'm telling you, Denny, like uh, one of the first things I did, you know, I was building my, my shed. And on my shed, and there's a, a lean-to, and I was building a room in that lean-to. And I literally ordered the largest windows Infinity would make, three light sliders. 
and built the room around four of those windows. I just, because typically if a window fails, the bigger the unit, the easier it fails. So I wanted to order the largest units that this manufacturer would make me. And I did. And we built the room around it. Me and my window guys, we framed it up, and, and, and they, they had all that done in a day. They're, they're pretty awesome about it. But those windows are awesome. They don't leak. And when it was like below zero outside, I can go in that room. I, I get a little bit of a sun exposure, southern sun exposure in that room, in, in the morning especially, mid-morning especially. And if I go in there around noon or 1 o'clock, and I have the thermostat set at 65, I'm almost guaranteeing you it's going to be in that 70 to 71 degree range because of the solar heat gain I get and how tight those windows are. And and so I just don't have any heat loss, and I do get some solar heat gain in there where, where that thermostat, when it's below zero, isn't it's it's 5 degrees warmer than what it's set at within floor heat because of, of the solar heat gain I'm getting. Any of those windows, I can't say enough about them. I, I keep telling people. And my, my brother is uh, looking at building a house. And I said, this is the window you need to put in your home. It's literally the only one we can't get to fail. And going back to that, on that subject, and going back to the earlier text who was uh, asking about the build quality of today, uh, mm-hmm. would you think, and again, comparing apples to apples, uh, good windows of uh, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago, uh, and I know you love those those Marvin windows like a lot of us do, uh, would you say that's kind of equal? I mean, this build quality, that kind of material, if you're talking about a Marvin 50 years ago to today, you still have high-end, high-quality stuff. For sure. But just no matter the manufacturer, whether it's uh, Marvin, Anderson, um, you know, the 400 series window by Anderson and the ultimate window by Marvin, their their wood lines aren't as good as the other woodline windows that they have. They just they just aren't. There are or the other woodline windows aren't as good as those ones. You choose those the upper end windows by any of the manufacturers, you're going to be okay. Now you're now you're looking at something that's better than they built 50 years ago mm-hmm. or 20 years ago. But if you're choosing the low end stuff, for instance, it can be uh the $700 window versus the $400 window. If you're choosing the $400 window, it it you're you're making a giant mistake if you're going to be thinking it's going to last you any longer than 25 years. That's the lifespan of that window, maximum, on the lower end of any manufacturer. Now you choose the upper end window. Now you're talking 50, 75 years. You might be able to get out of it, Denny. And with all of these manufacturers, their upper end stuff, chances are you're going to be able to get parts to fix them 25, 30, 40 years down the road if you have to. With the the other stuff, maybe not. Hmm. All right. Uh, Andy, hang on. We're going to take a quick break. I'm getting a signal here. We should do that very thing, inviting our listeners. There's still time if you want to call in or text in your home improvement question. By all means, we welcome those at 651-461-9. If you want to call in or text in your home improvement question, by all means, we welcome those at 651-461-9226. in the morning. Our Twin City temperature reading 56 degrees here on CCO. Good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. We are here every Saturday thanks to our friends at Linda's Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. In the 9 o'clock hour every Saturday, Andy Lindus is answering those home improvement questions. We still have time for yours. Uh, call us or text us, 651 
9226. Uh, Andy, uh, uh, maybe you can help me with this one. Uh, a texter wants to know, uh, probably about, uh, from time to time we talk about siding, uh, LP siding specifically is what, what I like to talk about. But this listener wants to know how resistant are these siding products with hail damage other than those golf ball, big you know hail stones that we talked about earlier in the show. How resistant are some of these siding products that are out there? Really resistant, Denny. Um, we've had really good luck with both our seamless steel product and the LP smart side of being able to withstand hailstorm. Now, not all hailstorms and stones are created equal, whether they're size, density. There's a lot of factors that go into it, what, the, what is happening with the wind. But uh, we've seen a lot of them survive way better than, than a lot of the other products out there. Where there's a, a lot of customers that we're dealing with where we're just having to replace roofing and, and not the siding. Now, if you were lucky enough to have uh, chosen one of the Class 4 shingles we've been offering over the last eight years, and you have LP Smart Side, then you're probably one of the over 500 customers that had hail this year that we were able to tell you do not have to file a hail claim. So um, there's, there's things that you can do to your home when you're building it and remodeling it to to make sure that you never have to do it again and and lp smart side and class four shingle from gaf seems to be a good combination we have really good luck with that and even some of this baseball size hail denny that went through i'm uh i know of two glenwood roofs that have already been looked at and there is no damage on them so you gotta be kidding again, me that's that's <laughs> one of the that, that's the only shingle we've been able to find that we haven't been damaged yet now having said that a couple of insurance companies did uh, flag it as damaged, even though we can't find a dent on them. Um, and uh, one insurance company told us we had to replace it, otherwise the roof isn't going to be covered. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. There's no damage up here, but whatever. We'll rip off a good roof and put a good roof back on. <laughs> uh, we'll do what we have to do, I guess. But uh, you know, and and ex- we're, we we have an exclusivity on that shingle here in the Twin Cities. We're one of the only manu- only people that have access to that shingle still, because most of the roofers wouldn't use it. It's too hard to install, and and and, and they thought it was too expensive. And I think it's too expensive not to do, meaning that it's way more expensive to replace your roof three times in ten years than to replace it one time with this shingle. And plenty of people have done that now. There's been way too many customers that have had to do three roofs on this building or that building in, in, in the last decade. And I, for one, uh, am glad to see more and more people choosing the Class 4, four option. Texter uh, says this, Andy, uh, and again, maybe you can help me decipher it. They, they have moss and growth on my roof of a nine-year-old roof. They call it an IKO roof. I'm not sure what that is. Uh, they want to know what's the best way to get it replaced under warranty. What would be their procedure? Oh, um, you know, if you don't have access to the contractor that originally installed it, usually they can be a, a really good advocate for you. Most manufacturers have things on their website and forms to fill out and a process to follow. And and, and uh, go, go that route, and they might have to send somebody out. You might have to give them pictures of something, but... For the most part, these these warranties are pretty straightforward and 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 somewhat easy to navigate. Unfortunately, the the fine print, a lot of these warranties are written in a certain way where after X amount of years, it's it really doesn't give you a lot of money. It's going to be something, but I don't know how exactly your warranty is written. But um, I wouldn't get your hopes up that it's going to be enough to replace everything. But it might give you some money, 
and uh, they might uh, give you some materials. I, I'm not sure how it would uh, really depend on how yours is written. They all change over the years. Yeah. From uh, time to time, uh, uh, you talk about the millboard for decking, the decking material. And uh, from time we get uh, questions like now, the, the, the homeowner wants to know where they could purchase it themselves. Is that doable, first of all, do you know? I'm not sure if uh, homeowners themselves can purchase it. I know other contractors are, are, are starting to, to, to get it. But if you just look it up online, there's no local distributor. Um, but uh, there are different contractors that have it, and, and you can go from there. And again, another question about uh, uh, about the, the whole mice issue. <laughs> what, what what have you used in the past to keep mice away from uh, your home? You know, I just take uh, rags with uh, some type of uh, peppermint essential oil on them, and I put those into the, the areas that, that mice would frequent underneath uh, refrigerators and, you know, lawnmowers I'm going to store for the winter, up in my attic spaces, all, all of those areas. Um, and uh, I've had really good luck in preventing the mice from wanting to come in there. It's sensitive to their nose for some some reason. And it works with uh, red squirrels, squirrels, any type of rodent seems to keep them out of that area. And this time of year, these uh, squirrels are trying to hide everything everywhere. Um, I just, again, a bin the other day, Danny. I don't know how they get into closed Rubbermaid bins and things like that, but I open it up, and there's a stash of acorns in there. I'm like, what is going on here? Who stashed acorns in this bin, and how do they squeeze their little body into this opening? And uh, and so I, uh, I that was my first clue to get the peppermint out again. <laughs> and it works. It does mm-hmm. work. Uh, Andy, we're just about out of time. Uh, anything uh, you can uh, help us with in the last uh, 20, 30 seconds about what's going on with the uh, Lindas? We're getting close to the end of the month, aren't we? We are. And, you know, if you were affected by the, the recent hailstorms, we have a great drone team, and our drones do a lawnmower pattern over your roof and give a complete report for the claims process. And our AI actually picks up the hail dings and will we'll highlight them and give us a great report to go to your insurance company with, so much so that a lot of times when they see a report, they don't even have to send anybody that's good enough for them, and we can get the process going easy peasy. Easiest phone number to always remember is uh, 1-844-9-LINDIS or look us up on the web at lindisconstruction.com. We'll do that very thing. Andy, always a pleasure. Let's uh, try this again next week. What do you say? Yes, sir. All right. Good deal. Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. Yeah, give him a call, 844-9-LINDIS. Hope you get a chance to get out there and enjoy the uh, weather. We have a small chance of showers later on this afternoon. We're going to see highs uh, somewhere around 65 today. Uh, We'll get up to near 69 degrees tomorrow. Sunshine should return tomorrow, but it will be a windy day. High, gusting as high as 40 miles an hour. Monday, near 61. Denny Long thanking you for your company today. Here on News Talk 830, this is WCCO. Thanks, Dennis.